So I gotta, I gotta take a quick, uh, we'll picture this here real quick for the gram. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause that's how we do. What's up guys? This is Zach and you have just stepped into the dark blue. I've got my guest Craig Cooper here today from Uplift Kings. I'm super excited to talk to this dude. I have been seeing him all around Instagram in the community that I'm involved in on online and uh, just really loving what he's doing. Uh, just this positive, just wonderful voice connecting people uh, in a lot of different ways. He's buff as fuck. And uh, <laughs> he's uh, working hard on his body and his mind, and that's uh, something we admire here at Into the Dark Blue. Uh, how you doing today, Craig? I'm doing pretty good. I can't complain. I'm just taking everything one day at a time. Literally, one day, one second, one hour <laughs> at a time. <laughs> yeah, that's all we can do right now, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is literally the most unpredictable time that I've ever had in my life. Yeah, this year has been has been great it's been i learned to take this year with a grain of salt in the sense of i gotta find some kind of positive yeah to keep me going pretty much i gotta find some kind of positive because if you don't you go crazy <laughs> you yep. go crazy absolutely yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh yeah we'll we're gonna get into a lot more of that craziness here in just a little bit guys but uh first as you know we gotta we gotta open these brews Craig, I want you to start off, man. What do you have over there today? What are you drinking? I have um, Angry Orchard. Uh, it's a hard cider. Um, nice. I never tried. I never tried it before, so I wanted to wait until it actually opened for the first time. Oh, we're gonna you get know, your so. first taste. Nice. Yeah, for a first taste. So I hope it's good. Have you ever had a cider before? <laughs> Any cider? I had. Um, it's been a while. I'm, I'm more of a whiskey person. Yeah. And I still have time to get my regular Jack Daniels. So gotcha. This would do. Hopefully, American classic there. Love that, Jack. Yes, the honey kind, best. <laughs> oh, the honey. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm, yep. I yeah. actually the first time I had honey Jack Daniels was at a party. <laughs> I was I was twenty, I think, and uh -huh. uh, I was at a party for, with some people from my high school, from where you know where I grew up, and yeah. uh, we were. It was one of those crazy parties. I don't know. I didn't go to very many of those. That wasn't my style, but I ended up at one. This one and. Um, there were some people doing shots of Honey Jack Daniels in the bathroom at the party, and uh, uh, not one of my finest hours. But uh, but been there before. I do remember that being good. <laughs> wow. uh, funny. Anyway, all right. Well, go for it, man. Tell us what you think. All right. Let me see. Okay. Yeah, Angry Orchard was my first cider that I tried. I'm curious to see what you think. This is pretty good. Yeah? I feel like I can go through a couple of these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, that this, those apple sodas. You can, I think Fanta used to have an apple soda that you could get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I got another one on the side just in case. Now, prepared. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, they go down pretty easy. Mm -hmm. so, what's it taste like? What do you like about it? Um, It has a... It has a smooth taste. It tastes like a like a, like a soda in a sense. Yeah. So it, it's pretty good. Nice. It's something that you can taste when you're chilling somewhere or just you just want to relax. 
it's kind of relaxed. It got a relaxed chill vibe, pretty much. Yes, I, I love like. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> nice and crisp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Well, um, I'm gonna crack mine open here. I've got the Black is Beautiful beer from Primitive Brewing, and this is this collaboration is really cool. I know you and I were yeah. talking about it a little bit before uh, the recording, but for for you guys out there who don't know, the Black is Beautiful collaboration is uh, it started in San Antonio by Weathered Souls Brewing, and they put a recipe online. Uh, for a base stout recipe and they offered it up for other breweries to take on and use as uh, and put their own spin on it essentially and so um, they there are over 500 breweries in over 50 50 countries in the in the world uh, signed up for to, to do this at this point well last I saw I'm sure they're probably higher by now but it caught on so quick it's ridiculous mm. And the cool thing about it is all of the profits are going to civil rights organizations around the country. Um, So I'm really excited about what they're doing. And it's such an amazing example of how um, craft beer can have a positive impact in the world. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not just about drinking, getting drunk, that kind of thing. Like there, there are good people trying to create something more than just beer. They're trying to create, they're trying to, you know, whatever, uh, and, and make people, uh, bring people together essentially is what I was looking for. <laughs> right, right. So it's pretty exciting. But oh my god, it is so dark. It looks like it literally looks like melted dark chocolate. Do you see this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so curious how that tastes. <laughs> that is thick. Wow. It has to be good. <laughs> oh man. All right, let's give this a taste. Oh my God. Yeah, that's really good, man. Wow, okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's like straight up like a 70% cocoa chocolate bar. (laughs) Mm. It's so good. and the crazy thing is it's so I'm not I'm not gonna drink the whole thing right now because it's a ten percent alcohol volume okay. average. Okay. So yeah, um it's gonna it's gonna hit pretty hard, but mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm really excited about what they're doing with the black is beautiful beer. Um you guys can get online, you can actually order order beer from <laughs> different breweries, you can pick it up from your local brewery. Um from the local bottle shop or grocery store where they have craft beer selections and uh, support the Black is Beautiful movement. It's pretty exciting. Hey, check this out. If you haven't tried sheath underwear yet, I can tell you from experience, it will change your life. It's got not one, but two pouches for your bits and pieces. It's basically like upgrading from a studio apartment to a two bedroom house for your junk. I won't wear anything else at this point. I've replaced my entire underwear drawer with sheath. So if you want to try it out for yourself, you can get 25% off by going to sheathunderwear.com and use promo code DARKBLUE, all caps, DARKBLUE.
Craig, you're over in Washington, D.C., right? Yes. Which I'm really curious about because here in Seattle, things have been pretty intense. We've had some moments that were pretty crazy with the protests and all that. Um, and I'm all about perspective and <laughs> the irony of the sirens passing by. Um, right. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm, I'm all about perspective and helping to hear other people's um, experiences on these things that really impact us. Um, so <clears throat> how are things over How have things been over there in DC for you so far? Um, I would have to, I would have to go back actually uh, when the whole incident with George Floyd happened for the yeah. first, for that happened in the video and uh, him being unfortunately killed in the video. And the moment that at that, the aftermath of that, it was so much anger and so much chaos. And for me, I was really hurt, angry, just to the point I was in tears because being black in America is, is already hard enough, you know, yeah. to the point where my grandfather, my grandmother, my mother, all the stuff they've been through, you're seeing this stuff. I'm like, I'm like, damn, are we going backwards? Right. And you, you know, and to put, I'm in tears. Cause it's like, when you see stuff like that, I'm like, damn, that could be me. Mm. And that could be one of my, one of my close friends. And it ain't just the males that's happening to the females also. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, you go from a point of everyone's angry, which is of course justified. If you be angry, you go to the point where everyone's protesting, which is of course justified. Um, but at the same time, you have to scale it back and calm down which is not easy, of course, right. and find a plan, a plan of action. Mm -hmm. Okay, what are we going to do about this? This can't happen again because it's been happening so many times. And you know what? The, the bad truth is it's been happening in our face. Only difference is we've got smart cameras. we got right. Instagram. we got Facebook. we got so many apps. It's been happening. I'm like, I had to go back and educate myself, to be honest. Mm. Things about certain – yeah. You have to educate yourself on – just, just the um, the point of certain statues being torn down and why they're being torn down and how things have been happening in the past, like far as uh, a lot of different things, you know. And I did want to speak out on certain things and not be educated. Yeah, that's, uh, to that's the point. Animal. Yeah, to the point where, to be honest, I almost record, record an angry video, I almost posted. Mm, oh yeah. And I'm, I'm glad I didn't because you now you're angry in your feelings and you get to eh, say, let me just calm down and find another way to get my point across man i love that that's that's really uh it's such an impressive thing because it's so easy with all of these resources we have where we can just like say what we want to say and put them out there right away you know yeah it's so easy to act on impulse and do that um mm -hmm. and i i always admire somebody who can take a step back like that and make sure that they have all their information make sure that uh they're not fueling the fire yeah you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I cannot imagine. And guys, I'm sorry. I know this got heavy real quick. But, um, you know, this is a really important topic right now. And it's something that um, I think I think needs to be talked about. And we need to we need to get other people's perspectives on it. Because we I, I, I got to tell you, I don't I grew up in white suburban America. So I don't know what any of this feels like. I don't know what it feels like to worry that it might be me that's next you know i don't mm -hmm. um and so uh so i think it's important that we talk about these things guys and um and 
have these, these tough dis discussions sometimes. Um, but at any rate, I was going to say, I, I, I admire that um, because it's so easy to just take these angry rants and headlines and things like that as, uh, as scripture in our lives and form our opinions with these things instead of looking at things from all perspectives, all sides and understanding a situation for what it really is. Um, right. And so, so what kind of conclusions did you come to? Uh, because, you know, that's one thing that I've my, really admired about you so far is just, you have this just constant positivity and you, you just seem to have this aura of good vibes, you know? Um, and so with that perspective, after stepping back and educating yourself, what did you come back to? Um, what's been helping me a lot lately, just been on different podcasts, right? And different podcasts, different races. And mm. people saying, like, I don't know what it's like. Help me understand. Yeah. And for me to hear that, that feels good in a sense. Because there are certain people like me who feel like you got to realize that everyone is not the enemy, you know? Mm -hmm. Just because they don't look like you doesn't mean that they're a part of the problem. Right. Not every cop is bad. Right. I got a friend who's a cop and um, he works like next to my job and he just, he's a black man. So imagine you've been a black man and being a cop at the same time. Right. So your, 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 your fear level is already at a level 1000 in a sense. So I'm like, dang, this maybe put perspective on how that man feels. He's doing his job. There are certain guys who are doing their job and doing great at their job being a policeman. Yep. It just, it Absolutely. took this one person to mess it up for everybody. Yeah. And we can't put everybody in the same basket. Yes, mm. there is racism in America. Yes, there is. Do I think we have good leadership? To be honest, no, we don't. Right. And to be honest, to be perfectly honest, and um, it make me, it's make me put a perspective on, okay, I'm going to continue to study what's going on in America and not be blind and not to be angry. I can be angry, but still do, do something great in a smart way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To get my point across, yeah, whether totally. it's interviewing somebody, whether it's um, doing something in the future, I'm trying to put ideas together so I can do something in the future just about this whole problem situation. Cause it's, it's gotta, we've got to put an end to this. This can't happen. Right. You right. know? Yeah. Yeah. And like for me, just over the last, so, uh, you know, the first time, the first time I think one of these things was heavily uh, televised was uh, with Michael Brown um, several years ago. Um, I think it was about 10 years ago now. And that was the first time that something like that, well, no, probably about eight years now, but that was the first time that something like that was so widely seen, you know, because yeah. we, because social media had just really taken uh, sorry, because social media had just really taken off. Yeah. We were just seeing that thing, that kind of stuff for the first time. And people who sit at home in their small towns that are pre predominantly white and don't know anything else are seeing this for the first time. And they're just like, no, there's no way this is happening, you know? And mm -hmm. it's, it's difficult to process. You yeah. Know? Um, and there's, for me, I just see that there's so much division between us right now over things that we just don't understand where we need to come together 
in so many ways as, as a society, as people, and to stop letting these, these small things, these small issues divide us come together and talk and figure it out so we can make a difference with the leadership that we're struggling with. Yeah, agreed. It's, um, so to paint a picture, if anybody who doesn't, if anybody who doesn't understand uh, what it's like to be black in America, I just want to paint a picture for anybody, yeah. right? Um, imagine going out every single day, right? You're driving in your car, whether you're on your passenger side or the driver's side. Imagine a cop passing you, right? You hear sirens. And you get a ticket. And some folks, they'd be like, man, I hope I get a ticket. I hope I don't get a ticket. For us, it's like, I want to make it home. Hmm. And yeah. I'm getting chills thinking about that because that's, wow. that's, that's the scary reality it is. And to mm -hmm. be honest, I have no criminal record. I'm not saying that to brag anything or make any, myself bigger than anybody else. But mm -hmm. if the reality is of it, I'm, I'm a sacrifice just because of what I look like. Yeah, right. And it's unfortunate that that happens. And it, it's, it's messed up that a person has to die to get their flowers, to be appreciated. Yeah. Oh, he was a great man. He's why can't why can't this be? Why can't a person, a black man, be great when he's alive? Mm. And yeah. people say, well, we kill each other. Yes, I know, and that is messed up that we still kill each other in different neighborhoods. Yeah. I really wish, I really wish we would come together. Yeah. But on the plus side, I love to see us marching, protesting, we're in different races, all together. Yep. Like we yeah. are tired of this. That is so beautiful, man. Yeah. That is just That's amazing to that, see. Has really been a, a, I don't know about a new thing to see because I know it happened a lot in the '60s as well. But um, you know, it's it's really beautiful to see our generation out there marching together. Yeah, you know, it is together in unity, and and that really is what it's all about is that unity. And um, it's you know the thing is like the. And I, and I could be wrong here and this doesn't even have to be on the episode if uh, we don't, if you don't want it to be, but just, you know, looking at, at it for me, the observations like, yeah, there's black on black crime, but it's because there's so much um, that they're fighting for, you know, that you guys are fighting for and you're in, in neighborhoods that don't have money and the neighborhoods don't have money because the system is fucked up, you know, and it's, it's, it's really frustrating and difficult because it it's like, yeah, you want to see people getting along and coming together, but it's like, there's also a survival factor there that is so much different than anything that I've ever had to even think about. It is. It is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for white people, typically, you know, we kill white people, white people kill white people as well, but usually it's a, huge school shooting or you know something ridiculous like that yeah that doesn't happen in black communities as well and you know it's a very very different thing um or statistically anyway from what i understand mm -hmm. right um disclaimer there all right all this talking is making me a little thirsty i think i'm gonna take a little break real quick and grab myself a can of liquid death mountain water this stuff is legitimately some of the most refreshing water i have ever had and i know you're thinking whatever it's just water right no this is different guys this stuff is hardcore and not only is it hardcore but it's also socially responsible so 
check it out yourself. They have flat water and sparkling water as well at liquiddeath.com. And you can get 15% off your order with promo code DARKBLUE. So head on over to liquiddeath.com and murder your thirst. Um, I feel like this, well, I feel like that part can be tied into mental health in a sense, right? Um, just as a man in general, we already carry so much weight, right? Mm. So imagine being a man, imagine being a young black man, imagine being in poverty. So you already got that, that feeling like you can't talk to them, talk to nobody. So you got a lot of anger. So all it takes is somebody to get smart with you for you to just pull the trigger on something. Mm. And there are, there, so yeah, that on top of racism, on top of so many things, yeah. you know, I just, I feel like with mental health, I feel like that can be some, whatever care for people mm-hmm. for speaking up and people like myself and people like what you're doing also, and just speaking up like, Hey, like, like I've been through what you've been through. You don't have to go that route. Yeah. Well, we know that can save a person's life. Yep. You save one person's life, you get one gun off the street or you get one scenario. So I feel like in a sense that does tie into mental health. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, all those factors do. I mean, money, education, um, like familial factors, you know, abuse, trauma, things like that from different things, like adds to all of that in different ways and um, based off of, you know, your situation and your experience, you know? At any rate, I really appreciate your perspective and, um, on all of that. And, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it the whole time. Um, but I definitely wanted to hear what you, th- you thought about it. Um, uh, just being on the other side of the country, you know, um, being a black man and all of that, because like I said, I don't and can't understand it. Um, and so, uh, I'm, I'm appreciative of you having that conversation. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, and I know we may have listened, lost some listeners at this point, which I'm totally fine with. Uh, if people don't want to hear this conversation then they can fuck off. Um, <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, so, um, so just one more quick question on that. Like, I know just to give some people perspective on like timelines, like you said, your mom and your grandma had a lot of experiences um, that were, there were, or I, I guess you implied that your mom and your grandma had some difficult experiences in their time. What are some things that, I mean, this is just over the last, what, 50, 60 years, right? Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, that some of these things were going on. What are some of the, some of the experiences that you were referring to? I, I can't pinpoint one, but anything in particular, it's just, it just, um, let me just say this was their generation in a sense. You know, um, my grandmother and my mother grew up in the South. So it's a, this, I feel like they, they experienced a lot of racism that was like blatantly in your face in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I meant was, that's how I feel like now. It's a lot of people who are blatantly doing things in your face. And one particular, right? I'm not going to say the guy's name or give any kind of light. There was a guy I was friends with on Facebook. And when I started working out, he matched me and said, hey, I need a mentor. He's a white guy, right? Mm. Okay, sure, no problem. I don't care what color you are. If you're a good person, you're a good person. Yeah. It don't matter to me. And I posted a video. It was about something about Trump. It was kind of funny to make people laugh on Facebook. He posted an angry face, and I'm like, okay, I didn't. I don't pay no mind. I don't care who you vote for, whatever. And 
long story short, he got to argue with another a black female in my Facebook thing. Mm. He gets upset with me. I had nothing to do with that. <laughs> I didn't see it. You posted the thing. Yeah, because I posted it. I thought it was funny. And it wasn't nothing like nothing crazy, nothing like that. So I don't post stuff like that. So I don't really feel like arguing back and forth with nobody who they vote for. It's just yeah. pointless to me. And um, so he goes in my inbox saying, uh, what's up, Negro? And I'm like, whoa. I'm like, did you just say that to me? And it caught me off guard. And to the point where, like, honestly, I was pissed. Yeah. Like, you're, supposed be, you're supposed to be my friend. He said, uh, what's up, Negro? Are you, are you going back to Africa? And I'm like, no way. I'm like, dude, like, why? I, I'm, I was so pissed. I'm not going to lie at first. Wow. I wanted to break, no, his, neck. I wanted to break his neck. <laughs> That's how I felt. At the time, I was like, Absolutely. let me just calm down and all that. Let me just remove him. I addressed him one time. Mm. So my point is this, is like there are a lot of people who are doing things who are blatantly like seeing your face, they ain't hiding how they feel. And just like this reminds me how it was back then. Mm. And that's why I mean like we're going backwards. Right. Because people are not hiding who they are. They're like, yo, this is how I feel. Uh, like you are inward, you this. I'm like, right. come on, man. They're not willing to learn either, it seems, which is really, yeah. I think, what the most frustrating part about it is that there's no openness and willingness to learn. Yeah. And that's so disappointing to me because we have so much capability to learn and to experience things that help us to understand, you know, we have so many resources Mm -hmm. while the social media is showing us more of these things. We, we have more resources to research and to get out there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's just really disappointing to see people so closed off and closed minded. Um, you know, here we are in 2020 and we're right, still right. with people yeah. being like Crazy. that. So, yeah. um, but the cool thing is I've been seeing so many people trying to move forward and create positive change. Yes. It, it's been so amazing over this last year doing into the dark blue and seeing how many people want to make a positive difference in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really grateful that you are one of those people and I want to hear more about what you want to do with uplift Kings. Um, okay, sure. So to be honest, I didn't have this vision before the pandemic started, right? I always want to do my podcast. I always want to have a podcast. Like, my favorite podcasts are, like, Stone Cold Podcasts or, mm. uh, you know, favorite wrestlers or favorite rappers or whatever. I'm like, one day I want to do that, right? So before the pandemic started, I'm working 13, 14, 15 hours a day. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time in, like, 15 years I had this much free time. And... At this point, where I'm working out at home, and I hear God in my God in my ear saying, "Uplift Kings," like oh, that sounds good. I say, "Okay," because my fiance has a group called has a group for females mm-hmm. where she does amazing stuff. And one day, I was listening to her interviews, and I was like, "Man, why God? Why even there for guys?" This way yep. before I did anything, and God was like, uh, "Cut this, you." <laughs> so <laughs> I started. I started drawing. I started. Kings, okay, got the crown up here, got the crown down. That look good, okay. And then started speaking out and telling my story about depression. And I was like, I got inspired after I did an interview with um, Men's Talk. 
Okay. For the yeah. first time. And, yep. I, and I had to listen to it back. Normally, I'll, I'll cringe at myself talking. I'm like, what you know how like you say a word wrong or you oh, just, yeah. or you yeah. a, long, it's a long pause and it's like. You get all self-conscious. It's like, Ugh. you know, you get, especially doing your own podcast. So I can, you be like, dang, I shouldn't have did that. You're like, man, forget it. Yeah. I'm, li- I'm, wa- I'm going to watch. I say, I speak very well. I say, what if I did that? Yeah. And I, and one episode turned to two and two episodes turned to 10 and 15. I'm like, okay, this feels good. Nice. I, I really feel like in life, you're supposed to go through what you go through, give thanks for recovering what you've been through, yep. and pass on to the next person. Mm. Help yep. the next person out. Help the next man out. Because us as men, we are already taught that it's not okay for us to express how you feel. Right. We're already taught like it's not okay to cry. Yep. It's not okay to vent. I really believe we're supposed to pass on to the next person. Mm-hmm. There's somebody probably been going through what me and you been through maybe even worse and hearing that little thought oh i like what he said yeah i need to hear that i like his podcast oh he got one too listen to both of them yep oh and they be like why ain't no black man doing this oh there's one why ain't no white man doing this oh there's one so it's like i feel like your purpose is tied to someone else yeah i completely agree i have this i have this vision of uplift kings being like a a major podcast Mm. And I want all races to be on my podcast telling the story because every man got a different story to tell. Yeah. And, and no one has the exact same story to tell. Right. And that's my vision, you know. But, but like you said, too, like uh, while our, all our experiences are different, we all struggle with the same emotions, the same feelings. And, you know, that creating that community and building that with each other is such a great way to learn how to work through those things, you know. Yeah. Just, again perspective learning and and figuring it out uh for yourself you know and that's that's super important so um mm-hmm. yeah that's really awesome so so you mentioned having some issues with depression i and i watched one of your videos online the other day about you speaking about um working through that struggle um mm-hmm. do you want to talk a little bit about that from the beginning or just whatever um, just kind of like your basic lessons that you learned, like your biggest lessons oh. that you learned from uh, from working through depression. Okay. Um, yeah, I can answer that. Um, what I learned is are our biggest enemy. Mm. And I noticed a lot of times you're thinking the worst possible thing about yourself. Mine was I didn't love myself enough. Um, I thought I was overweight. And looking back at my old pictures, I'm like, it really wasn't that bad. And what you say to yourself, and positive or negative, you say over and over again, you tend to believe it. Mm -hmm. If I tell myself I'm not good enough, I'm not smart enough, I'm not intelligent, I'm going to eventually believe it over and over again. So every day, to this day now, I am 11 years free of depression. Dude, awesome. Yeah, I wake up. I tell myself, okay, I'm going to take on the world. Okay, I'm positive. Okay, I'm handsome. Okay, I'm in shape. Whether I don't have a six-pack or not, I'm in shape. I am intelligent. Mm. I am a go-getter. You feed those off suggestions every single day in the morning to build yourself up. Yeah. The biggest problem with depression is you're not good enough, and it's not true. And that's one thing that I learned about myself. And another thing I learned is it's okay to speak up. Mm. Yeah. It's okay to speak up to people you trust, of course. If they're going to judge you, they're going to laugh at you, don't talk to them. Yeah. The hell with them. 
pretty yeah. much. For sure. I had my best friend, and I met my best friend, CJ. I used to always talk to him at his event. Sometimes people want to vent. Like, you look, man, man, I feel like this. And you feel good after you vent. You get a little curse words out, whatever you say. And well, you know what? That feel good. Yep. Go to somebody that you, that you trust. Had that, I got a small circle of brothers who, to this day, if I'm going through something, I can call them. That's awesome, Sometimes, man. Sometimes, as men, so you need that other strong male to, to bounce off. Iron sharpens iron. You need that. Yeah, that's absolutely. That's a great point, man. Yeah, and, like, that's, that's seriously, obviously, super important to me. Um, <laughs> I'm all about having that community that you can trust to um, help heal you and help make you something, uh, help, I guess, move, move you forward, you know, and, yeah. and make you better. And waking up and telling yourself those things in the morning is great, but there are still those days where it's just, like, that – the negativity creeps in, you know, mm-hmm. and having somebody to call and be able to say, I am not feeling it today, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and just have them be able to encourage you and tell you all the great things about yourself, you know, um, is, is really a big deal. How's that cider going over there? Oh, it's good. Let me stop babysitting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't put this uh, this black is beautiful stout down. It's so good. Yeah, this is like super chill. This is good. <laughs> good idea doing this. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I love it, man. I love like that's the thing with the uh, with the whole independent brewery thing and craft mm-hmm. beer. It's like it's just. To me, it just really kind of creates some common ground, I think, for people who don't necessarily either, you know, they're new for you or um, just you don't have maybe don't have a lot in common otherwise. And it just helps create the conversation so you can start to learn about each other a little bit more. And um, so, you know, that's like in my in my last five years of my life and traveling and things like that, I've met some really amazing friends. just going into breweries in different countries and cities and just striking up conversation with people, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I've got some friendships that I've had for the last four years now because we met at a brewery, you know, in, in Amsterdam, or we met at a brewery in Scotland and it's just like, just creates this bond, you know, when you're traveling alone and you meet random strangers and it's like, there's just something about, um, the uh the craft behind it i guess that gives you something to some something to bond over and so anyway it's kind of fun yeah um, <laughs> so dealing with depression over the years you i mean probably like me because I, I i deal with a little bit of depression as well um and for me there's a kind of a looming self-consciousness there um and i i've always kind of been a nice guy you know i'm 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 just positive and happy and i want other people to be happy as well Um, and so uh that's always been something that is a little bit different from a lot of people i think um Mm -hmm. and so i i've had people struggle with that 
over the years with me. And I, and I, when I was younger, I used to get made fun of a lot because I was just like a nice kid. You know, I was a good kid. I was just like, wanted to be friendly. Um, and so, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we got twins. (laughs) Seriously. Um, but I just wanted to talk a little bit about your experience over the years, being the kind person, being the good person and how that's, that's impacted you um, just with your responses from people, uh, negative, positive, that kind of thing. Mm. That's a that's a good question. Um, like like for you, I was always the nice kid, right? And um, I always wanted to make new friends. There are a few cases where I moved to different areas, and I was always I was I was a shy. I'm mean, I'm an introvert by nature, mm. you know. So. I feed off good energy. When I feel a good energy going on, it's easy for me to connect with good energy. Like right now, like me and yourself. Um, totally. I always want to bring out the best in someone else, pretty much. And there are a lot of times when you're the nice guy, you get rejected because of that. Mm-hmm. And especially in the world of dating. <laughs> so <laughs> as in, in the midst of depression, me working, trying to work on myself and trying to recover and being that super nice guy, I got ran over in a, in a sense. Mm, yep. Oh, uh, you ain't good yeah, enough. Too. You're too nice. And to the point where I get hurt, and I'm like, and, I, and to the point where I thought, like, maybe being nice guy doesn't work mm. and as far as the dating perspective. So maybe I had to be a jerk in a sense. There were, there were times where I was a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Off being a, man, just being payback, you know? Yeah. Yep. She hurt yep. me, so I'm going to get hurt. So, you mm. know, but overall, I'm a nice guy. I'm a easygoing guy, pretty much. Um, I love people. I love mm. talking to people. Like I said, I'm an introvert, but at the same time, is um, I, I learned what what energy doesn't connect with me. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Now that's awesome. That's I, I'm, I, I, that's I, I can kind of man. Yeah, I feel like I may not always get it right, but I kind of sense the energy from a long distance. I'm like, oh, I mean, that's mm. okay. I don't don't want to do that. Kind of it, it, yeah, and there's a there's a stigma about nice guys that we finish last. No, we don't. Mm. Yep. <laughs> we still get good women. <laughs> True. We still get pretty women. Like we still make the best friendships. We still make the best partnerships. So yep. the stigma that nice guys finish last, false. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. You know, and the problem is, it's like when those insecurities from the past creep up. And yeah. rejection from the past creeps up, whether it's with friends or uh, relationships mm-hmm. or whatever it is. It's like it makes you feel like you're finishing last sometimes. It makes you feel like that oh, yeah. because this person may be rejecting you rather than saying, hey, this is a blessing in my life because I don't need this person in my life. Um, you say, oh, well, why are they rejecting me? Like, I've been nothing but nice to them. I've been nothing but good to them. Like, why, why is there rejection here? And so it kind of creeps in and like almost like a, almost like a cancer in your thought process. It just like, like takes over everything. Just, yeah. 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 And so that's, it's like, it's, it's hard at that point. I think mm-hmm. at least for me to recognize the positive things in my life and the, the good way things are going, you know? Um, <laughs> and so uh, working, I, I worked with a big company for a while here in Seattle and the, mm-hmm. the, culture there taught me um, how to be able to effectively stand up for myself without being yeah. an asshole. 
Yeah, you, <laughs> you can know? do that. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. because yeah, um, because a lot of people there don't know how to effectively effectively stand up for themselves without kind of like destroying everything in their path. Yeah, um, and so you know, I learned how to keep my mouth shut when I didn't know something um, and keep my mouth shut when it wasn't going to be productive. Um, but then also be able to uh, stand up for myself when something wasn't right um, at that, at that job. And um, so with that and in the dark blue, I've, I've been learning how to appreciate my blessings a lot more, you know, and be able to, uh, to wake up and say those positive things to myself when I wake up in a bad space and say, you know, I don't feel good today. I feel angry. I feel sad. I feel depressed, whatever. But then I can look at it and be like, but all of these amazing things are falling into place. Yep. And yep. going on from there, you know? Yeah. That's a, that's a good perspective because uh, you're, you're human in the day. We're all human and you're going to have times where you don't feel like enough, where you don't feel your best. Mm -hmm. But cause it, it, when I was going to depression, I'm sure you relate to this. There, you feel like there's a black cloud over your head. Mm, like yeah, no, matter where, no matter where you go, it's always going to be there. And sometimes your old demons like to come back and try to pay you a visit. So you got to mind them demons like, nah, this is why you're not here. You got to block it out and instantly catch it. Because sometimes yeah. you'd be like, it could be a financial setback. Mm -hmm. It could be, man, we ain't got this right now. Look at what you do have. Yep. I learned to count my blessings first before I count my headaches. Yep, absolutely. And... It's, but the nice guy thing, going back to that, they remind me of something my, my, my fiance said after we got engaged, like well, um, a while ago, right? And I was, I was, I forgot what I was saying. I was like, "Man, I'm so glad you, you're in my life." And she goes, "She grabs my face, go, you're great." Oh, she said it was nothing wrong. <laughs> it, was, it was nothing wrong with you. Oh, uh, you're trying not to cry over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, no, you're crying. <laughs> <laughs> So it was one of those things where, like, if any guy who's single and listen to this podcast and you're thinking, like, you're thinking, what's wrong with me? There's nothing wrong with you. Yep. It's okay to be a nice guy. Nice guys always finish last. They yep. always get the win at the end. They always get the win. It may not feel like it right now, mm -hmm. who you're dealing with. Sometimes we got to deal with the knuckleheads before we get to the, <laughs> the wifey, <laughs> you know? Totally. Yep, yeah, it's a classic tortoise and hare story. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, that sounds sounds like a sounds like a good woman beside you, man. That's great. Oh yeah, um, thank you. And yeah, guys, like seriously, it's you can be kind and still be a man. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to be a stoic asshole to be a man. Um, yeah, you can still be masculine. You can still um, be effective and still you know be a guy <laughs> and yeah. be nice to people and be kind yeah. um that is 100 percent possible um so don't feel bad about that guys uh you know i know there's a lot of this this social media stuff that's telling you that you need to be you know this like badass like angry yeah. you know whatever um to be a real man but um all of that guys is lying to you uh, yes and i'm not saying you don't you you don't you can't have certain traits of being a you know stoic lumberjack type um but i just want to let you all know that it's okay to be kind as well so great craig final thoughts 
anything that you want to tell these guys to encourage them before we go? Um, going back to the conversation, like you just said, any guy who's feeling like um, you don't belong, any guy who's feeling like you're too nice of a guy, why isn't it working out for me? Any guy who feels like, why am I here? You are here for a reason. You are blessed. Any guy who feels like, maybe any guy who's depressed or anything like that, uh, place your hand on your heart. You still have a pulse. Mm. You still alive. You're not six feet deep. Um, if you feel like you're too nice of a guy, it's okay. We all have those, those situations and we all go through those moments before you get to the, the, the original prize at the end. And remind yourself that, guys, you are the prize, too. Yeah. It's okay to be nice. You can be a nice guy with a nice smile and open the door for your lady. It's okay to be nice. Mm. It's important to be nice. And always lift your head up, no matter what. Absolutely. Kindness creates unity. Yes. So let's get out there, guys, and create some unity. Seriously. Be kind yeah. and unify and be open. All right. Um, please get out there, be open and be willing to learn. Um, Craig, go ahead and tell these guys real quick where they can find you. Um, I want them to be able to listen to your podcast as well and see all of your amazing positive things that you're doing. Okay, sure. Um, <clears throat> you can find me at Let's Uplift Kings. That is my uh, Instagram for Uplift Kings. Uplift Kings is all about uplifting all kinds of kings. Um, kings of all races, all ages, all sizes, everybody. Let's Uplift Kings. Um, as a podcast every Sunday. You can catch them on YouTube, Let's Uplift Kings. On Facebook, Uplift Kings. My personal Instagram page is he, I am Dark Superman. That's his fitness and motivation, all that tied into one. Um, every Wednesday, I just started something amazing called Walking Purpose Wednesdays, where you see every week you see a guy doing, um, in, uh, excuse me, can't talk. <laughs> every week you see a guy doing a two minute, one minute video about uplifting all kings. So that's where you can find me at. Mm, love it. Sounds great, man. Um, yeah, you guys definitely go check out Craig and everything he's doing. Um, I can highly recommend it. Um, also, make sure you get out there, get yourself a Black is Beautiful beer. Yes. And support civil rights organizations across the nation. Um, yes. And otherwise, thank you guys so much for joining us. And Craig, thank you for being with me uh i really appreciate appreciate this conversation and uh look forward to talking to you more later man oh yeah definitely gonna connect yeah <laughs> cheers all right i want to thank you for venturing into the dark blue with us today where we're always striving to foster a community of peers which empowers mental wellness positive growth and social awareness if you like what we're doing and would like to support our community, you can purchase a pint glass or t-shirt from Sheath Underwear via the link on our merch tab at www.intothedarkblue.com or message us to make a one-time donation. All proceeds go to men's mental wellness initiatives. If you ever need a listening ear, feel free to message us on the website or at into the underscore dark blue on Instagram. If you have an emergency or need help from a professional therapist, we offer several resources on our Get Help page. Last but not least, know your limits and drink smart. Cheers.